Hello and welcome to the Voice Extra cast. Today I have with me writer, student, and assistant editor of Voice. Hi, I'm Sienna. Hi, so how are you doing today, Sienna? Um, I'm doing really well, thank you. Despite the fact I can't even go out for my one exercise a day because it's raining. I mean, technically I could, but you know, it's rain. Yeah, the weather has decided that we all have to stay inside, which is maybe a good thing. I don't know. And I've also realised that I passed the British test by introducing myself with a topic of weather. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, I think, every podcast we've mentioned weather. <laughs> wow. Which is like, we really passed the test, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, because also what's going to happen is that when this is released, or not be when it's recorded. <laughs> so all of you people are going to be like, wait, <laughs> like, it's sunny, yeah. it's nice outside. What yeah, are you in talking the middle about? of June. It's going to be great. Anyway, um... So, Sienna, if you were inside today, what would you be doing? Um, well, I'll probably be binging Netflix later, but I'm actually venturing out to Tesco at well, as well at some point, um, which is probably my excitement for the week, because I have to like relearn how to drive, <laughs> having not driven in weeks, so that should be interesting. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a task. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got back from New Zealand. Oh yeah, you got back from New Zealand. How was New Zealand? It was amazing. I got back, started driving, and everything's on the wrong side. So um, my ordinary trip to town is a bit more dangerous than normal. Um, but it seems a very long time ago now. So Sienna, what have you been watching or reading or anything like that to get through this time? Okay, so um, I went down a major John Green and Hank Green wormhole. Um so their podcast is called Dear Hank and John and it's been like a life t- lifeline because it's basically them just like spilling out all of their wisdom in a hilarious way. And I don't know how people feel about John Green because sometimes he can be like too much of a cheesy like teenage icon. But personally, like I haven't even read all of his books, but I think he should be the next president just because of his, like, overwhelming... Yeah, I know it's a big statement, but I just think he has, like, he could run the world and it would be a safer place. (laughs) I've just no... I've no doubt at this point. Uh, (laughs) This is not what I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's a bit too late for 2020, but he could definitely run however many years later. Um, 2024. Yeah, thanks for that because I definitely did US politics A level. I should know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously he's an amazing writer. But like, even if he couldn't write a sentence, his compassion for the world and like feelings for everyone and the way he expresses them is next level. And it only took me like three episodes See- of the podcast to realize that. So. Yeah, I get the um, same vibe with Rick Riordan. Um, he wrote like the Percy Jackson books. Oh yeah, he just seems like the nicest person. Yeah, like you're just like, can you just like be an extra uncle, please? Like, yeah. just just please adopt me. Or like also because <laughs> he just seems like such a genuinely nice person. Mm, also, like, makes can you say something that makes me think that you're not perfect? Because you have you have ideas that they could be like a perfect person. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You need like you need a little bit of a reality. Yeah, it's to, like, like oh, keep them human. yeah. Do you have a flaw? Because they joke about having flaws, but that's just them being humble. It's like, well, you probably don't, though, do you? You just want to yeah. make yourself seem human. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, which of these books have you been reading? Um. So I've been reading an absolutely remarkable thing. 
um, which is actually by Hank, which is by Hank Green, not John Green. Um, I definitely don't get them confused. Um, and then by John Green, uh, Turtles All the Way Down, which is about um, like yep. mental health and OCD and things like that, um, because he struggles with OCD. So like he has that personal experience. And it's set in a high school and it's such a cheesy YA fiction book. And yet it's also that has very deep moral lessons. So yeah, it's like an addictive book as well. It's the page turner you need when you have hours on end. (laughs) And sometimes cheesy can be good, I think. Totally. Yes, I agree. So, have you been watching anything on Netflix or anything like that? Oh my goodness, I so have. Um, so, have you heard of Designated Survivor? Yes, vaguely. Yeah, I think you've probably heard the name. Okay, so it's like about the US presidency. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but there's this thing in the Constitution, like a real life thing, that means someone in the cabinet has to stay behind um, in the White I think it's the White House, or stay behind from um, the State of the Union address. So everyone in Congress, everyone in the presidency goes, oh, and the judiciary, goes to the State of the Union. But one person from the cabinet has to stay behind just in case, like, anything happens. And guess what? Something happens. Yeah. And the designated survivor becomes president. <laughs> um, and just from there, it's like, I can't even describe the level of hype. Because it's like a classic American drama and it's very patriotic and there's lots of like SWAT teams and like army scenes, which I just live for at like nine o'clock at night. So yeah, that's what I've been enjoying. <laughs> and it is such a binger. Like if you want a series to binge, make go ahead. Oh, it's got Kiefer Sutherland. That's, that, that's why I know it. Okay. Yeah. 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 And he's like... Yeah, he plays this, um, obviously he plays the president, but he's also used to be an architect, like he's the character that he plays. And so he's like an academic. Yeah. And when he sits on the sofa, he sits cross-legged. And there's something so endearing about his like body positions and the way he just like addresses people because he addresses them as an academic who has a lot of like love for you, not as the president who might order you to do something. So, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe John Green should talk to him about being the president. <laughs> they should just yeah. collaborate to take the presidency. Yeah, I think, you know, arts and culture really need that right now. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you should maybe write this fanfic. Oh, yes. I think that would be a good use of my time in quarantine. <laughs> or maybe I should just maybe I should just write the next presidency from 2020 to 2024 and just see what happens with Kiefer Sutherland and John Green. <laughs> definitely it sounds like a plan uh, yeah i think so now so have you been making anything like as a result of this time um i've been making more consumables than normal i've definitely been like i've i felt the flower shortage in a very personal level um because you know, if I don't get to make my cake, then that's a few more hours without like a sugar hit. And it's it's not good news in this household. Um, so yeah, I guess I've been cooking and baking a lot. Um, but honestly, in terms of making uh, quote art, I haven't been making as much as I see everyone else has. Um, <laughs> And I'm trying not to feel too guilty about it. Yeah, I think in a sense, like, 
we all have a pressure to make the most of the time that we are at home because so many of us have busy lives and the hour the hours of the day that we can do whatever we like are very limited um and I mean I think there's a distinction for for people who do have children and people who don't people who don't have children have like plenty of hours in the day um and sure Netflix is a thing and housework is a thing but if you're not making you could not just art but like if you're not creating things during those hours like it's okay (laughs) you don't have to be proactive the whole time and I think like especially now we're if we're not like outside um or like enjoying the weather and if we're not doing basic human things then we should be creating things but that's just not how it works and I don't know I think like mood swings in quarantine are totally a thing and if you feel like hiding for a few hours and not being the motivated person that people expect then that's totally fine yeah, I was going to say, I like came into this with a big checklist of things that I'm going to do, I'm going to run through, mm. and then I'm going to watch a film every day, and then I'm going to, and then it, at a certain point I realised I needed to actually stop, or not only stop, like slow down a little bit yeah. in terms of workload and just kind of take things as they come. Definitely. I mean, like, we don't know what day it is at the moment. I've literally, is it, is it Monday? Oh no, it's Tuesday, isn't it? So there's just... <laughs> <laughs> all honestly all I know is like whether it's a Wednesday or a Saturday those are the only days that like get marked in my in my head um so we just kind of in a constant flow of hours they're not really marked by 24 hours anymore especially because people nap at any time of day I mean it's basically like the summer holidays oh, all yeah. over again it's just a long summer holiday <laughs> with less things to do yeah. I mean, yeah that's a fair point we can't go like uh, go adventuring outside but well, yes because going adventuring is something i used to do a lot in the summer holidays i, I don't know because <laughs> you went globe well i guess so... that's true i just don't live in an enid blyton novel but there's always room to explore <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess adventuring was a bit of a weird way to put that. i appreciate it i like the fact that someone might think that's something i do do you so do you feel like there's a pressure to make work in this time and where do you think that comes from I think it comes from the fact that Eve like it say we were all like had a normal life right now and as a person who works um that person might have like two hours a day to themselves like we'd still be pressuring that person to make the most of those two hours in whatever form whether that is making art or um getting completely fit and toned or you know whatever that might be and in the same way we've applied that to now so rather than two three hours a day we have you know 10 so yeah. i guess it's the same i it's i mean it is the perfect time to start a project and i'm not saying don't start that project because you should and it's a wonderful opportunity but also don't don't feel pressured to be completely happy all the time and completely motivated because it's not realistic yeah definitely I think like these are the, the maybe the most exceptional circumstances a lot of people have experienced in our entire lifetime. Yeah, so it's definitely completely understandable to just be like, This isn't happening today. Yeah. I'm just not gonna try and force something to happen. There's yeah. also a lot of the time, uh, from I've got from experience over these last few weeks, when you try and force something creative, it just will not happen. 
Like, you'll just sit there. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had this multiple times where I've been like, I'm going to write a poem right now. And then I'll sit there for like half an hour staring into space because it's just not happening. And then I have to stop because it's just otherwise you're just like hurting yourself to make something which isn't going to happen. Totally. And don't you feel like you get into a bad mood as well? Like, I know if I sit down and be like, oh, I'm going to make something now, but I don't actually have that inspiration. I just get into a bad mood with myself. It's not helpful to anyone. Yeah, definitely. Because then I'm like, am I, am I a proper artist? Yeah. Is, is, is my ability to make art just gone away? Have I lost my touch? Am and I, you don't have anything like, to distract like, yourself. Just relax, yeah. please, Tyler. <laughs> you don't have anything to distract yourself from those like existential questions so you could just be sitting in your bedroom questioning the meaning of life all day long which actually isn't a bad thing to do and maybe we should do honestly maybe we should do that more often maybe we shouldn't distract ourselves from that i don't know i guess it's important to have time to think and like reconsider and I, that's what i'm doing right now now um <laughs> then i guess by the same stroke you don't want to be overthinking because it's just otherwise you get you just end up inert and then it's like what's the point of the thinking in the first place uh as we've already kind of established Sienna you're a student so how has this kind of been affecting you in that way um okay I should clarify I'm on a gap year at the moment um so I'm not actually like in an institution learning um but I think for any student it's just a weird time because we're used to attending classes um whether that's like at school or at uni and like online is great for learning and I love online learning but it is it can be very isolating and I think we shouldn't forget that because zoom calls are great but ultimately it's you with your laptop at home um so I don't know I think there's um different ways we can look at learning during this time I think I mean a lot of people will be exploring home education for younger children um, I was home educated and um, I just want to point out that home education does not equal lockdown education because if you're in lockdown you literally can't do anything but sit with um, a computer or a book. Home education is a bit different to that but I understand that if you're doing home education during this time then like it's definitely challenging to go from um, being in a social situation all the time to um, yeah just learning by yourself um, and I think it can be isolating, but just, I don't know. I think there are so many like groups online that people can join um, to discuss ideas. Like there's so many free courses and alongside those courses, you get a lot of discussion forums and just go down a wormhole, explore something completely new, get like, I don't know, start a new piece of research and then just let it take you random and weird places and maybe some places it shouldn't have taken you, um, but learn some weird facts for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess it doesn't have to turn into anything like massively directly productive exactly. in the sense of, oh, this will get me a next job or this will get me, this will help me in uni. It can just be like, what interests you? Yeah, totally. And just like, even if it's a very broad interest that you have, like start researching and narrow it down and look on a website that looks cool and then it'll take you loads of different places. Exactly. Haven't you been doing research at the moment, Taya? Yeah, that's for an article. It's it's a lot. Um, it's probably. I wonder if you'll see the article for this podcast. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's for a longish feature. It's about um, COVID nineteen and how that affects attitudes to immigration. Oh, is... mate, that sounds so cool. 
I love it. Yeah, and I I was like framing it through history, so I ended up doing a bunch of research and then vaguely tweeting about it because the research was sending me unpleasant places. Okay, well, don't do that kind of research. But yeah, I definitely only heard about this through Twitter and so followed Teo for interesting glimpses into his life. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find me just like vaguely tweeting about something which annoyed me in uh, one of the 30 tabs I had open that day. And we all get to hear about it. We love Twitter. (laughs) So, I have one last question for you, Sienna. Okay. So you're going to have to run with me on this one. It's Mm -hmm. a bit of an extended one. Okay. Um, You've got the podium at the Daily Briefing. You know the ones they do at like five o'clock, I think, every day? Yeah, yeah. So the eyes of the nation are on you. Journalists are all there. The cameras are all there. Everything's there. What would you want to say to them? Um, I think I'd... Um, focus on whoever's making the flower bags because you know the flower shortage is <laughs> not <laughs> well I wasn't expecting you to find it that funny <laughs> no but like this is a serious thing the flower shortage isn't from the like actual grains of flour or like the powdery white flour it's from the bags that contain the flour so there isn't enough bags in the world Wait, what? to like for people to, go to buy flour in bags like yeah so it's not a it's not a, yeah it's not a flour issue it's a bag issue so somewhere along the production line someone hasn't been i don't know folding their bags properly and now look what mess we're in i can't make my cakes lots of people can't make their cakes people are going without cake um honestly that, that is that is honestly that's the yeah. first thing that comes that came to mind um, because sometimes you just need to call people out about this kind of thing. And if I was in the cabinet, I'd have that kind of power. And now maybe I should go into politics. You would. Maybe. So I think if, if we're going if, into politics. No, the power shortage continues. Mm, yeah, it's a good interview topic, isn't it? <laughs> is there a, like is there a <laughs> is there a cabinet position for food? What's the is it like secretary of I don't know. Uh, food and housing or something. <laughs> I'm look it up. Either a subset of public health or it's its own thing. Uh, Secretary for Food and Health. Oh, no, that's in the Hong Kong go. government. Okay. <laughs> that's not the UK. <laughs> <laughs> um, environment, food and rural affairs. Well, that's good because I live in Suffolk, so I would have a lot of experience about rural affairs. Um, and I'm veggie. So I know things about the environment. Honestly, this is the perfect role for you. It really is, goodness me. Um, change of course, studying politics. Well, there we go. I'm glad yeah. that, you know, as we come to the end, we've found a new career path for you. Yeah, I, this has been a really enlightening 27 minutes. <laughs> oh, also, don't forget that we found the next president. There we go. We've solved yeah. so many issues in the world, honestly. They should be paying We should maybe do a second episode and we could, like, solve coronavirus. Yeah, well, there we go. We just we just keep going until we solve it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how long it takes. I just want my flower. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sienna, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Sienna underscore James with a Z. Thank you for joining us, Sienna, and thank you for listening. You can find Voice at VoiceMag UK on Instagram and Twitter. 
um, at voicemag.uk in terms of the website to find all the articles and all the other stuff people are writing. And you can go to voice.extra on Instagram to find what all the contributors are writing about and what they're doing, say if they're baking or watching films or whatever else. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me, Sienna. And bye-bye. Bye. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use Shaving Mirror. You can find his stuff on incompetech.com.